you are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. I am Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management. I am a clinical scientist, and I've done research over 10 years, and I've found some interesting things about hypertension and blood pressure control and medication-taking behavior. I would like to share with you all of the information I've found, as well as all the information that's out there that, that will help you get control of your blood pressure. Stick with me and we'll take this journey to help you improve your blood pressure. Thanks for listening. Hello, hypertension resistors. So today I want to talk about the number one step of preventing hypertension, treating hypertension, and it's the step that you need if you're looking to get off of blood pressure medication. Now, I know a lot of people are looking to get off a blood pressure medication, but this step you definitely need in order to move towards that goal. So let's get to it. Now, if you've been following this podcast, you already know that high blood pressure is a contributing factor to heart attack, stroke, heart failure, kidney failure, blindness, and other problems. Over half of the population here in the United States have high blood pressure. The whole thing about it is that hypertension is really prevalent here in the United States. And the most important thing is to have your blood pressure control. Even though you've been diagnosed with hypertension, that is not the thing that's going to cause heart failure, kidney disease, blindness and all. What's going to cause these problems is to have your blood pressure uncontrolled. If your blood pressure is uncontrolled, that is what does the damage. So you already know that because you've been listening to hypertension resistant to treatment uh, since we started in December of 2019. I've covered all these things in this podcast, so you already know this stuff. But what I want to emphasize today is the most important thing that you need to do in order to prevent hypertension, treat your hypertension, and if you're looking to get off a of blood pressure medication, to be able to start that process and complete it with your healthcare provider. The whole goal of telling you all of this is to make sure that you are not at risk for serious health problems. What puts you at risk for serious health problems is having uncontrolled blood pressure. Now, this thing that I'm going to tell you about, and you probably have an idea of what I'm talking about, but what I'm going to tell you about is also going to make sure that you have the right diagnosis for hypertension in addition to managing your blood pressure appropriately. And this thing also, surprisingly, according to research, it helps you know that you need the medication that is prescribed. It's very important to reinforce that, to really confirm that you really need this medication. Now, I'm not saying this to say if your blood pressure is controlled on medication, then you you can go ahead and wean yourself off. That is not what I'm saying here. 
And this is not medical advice as well. But what I'm trying to say to you is that if you know and do this thing that I'm telling you about, you can better manage your blood pressure and you can help your healthcare provider wean you off of medication if that is your goal. And I mean, who don't want to be weaned off of medication, really? Some people are able to do this with lifestyle modifications and using this particular thing that I'm going to tell you about, using that when you're doing all of these things in order to determine, let your healthcare provider know when it's time and to wean you off uh, safely. So this is very important to know this particular thing that I'm talking about. And like I said, if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably already know what I'm talking about. Now, this is not for everybody, you know. Now, doing this particular thing is not for everybody as well, because if you're having, you know, if you find that you, when you do this particular thing, your blood pressure is even higher and all, you know, it's affecting you in a negative way. Well, you're not the one that needs to be doing this, this particular thing. (laughs) We're going to get into what that thing is. But if you're properly trained, to do this particular thing in which I I give you the training here on this podcast and you know how to utilize uh, the information that you get from this thing. Based on research, you can obtain your goal of doing those things, getting your blood pressure control. You can um, help your doctor wean you off of medication and as well as prevent hypertension. Now, I know you're going to say, well, how in the world this thing could prevent you from getting hypertension? Well, the more you know, the better prepared you can get to prevent these things. If you know this particular thing, then it could motivate you to not come down with, to delay the process, maybe I should say, to delay having hypertension. Because you know when your blood pressure is creeping up and you'll be able to take action early. And that that is the way you're able to prevent hypertension with this thing. So what is the number one step that you need to do in order to prevent hypertension? Even if you don't have hypertension, this is what you need to do. Okay. Even if you have hypertension, and it's being treated in the doctor's office. This is what you need to do. And like I said, even if you're looking to get off a of blood pressure medication, let's say you're just being treated for hypertension and you want to work towards the goal of getting off a of blood pressure medicine, this is the number one step you need to do. And what is that? That is you need to monitor your blood pressure at home, what we call home blood pressure monitoring. So what is home blood pressure monitoring? Okay, so if you're like most people, and even like me, before I start studying about this way, you know, several years ago, over close to 20 years ago, If you're like most people, you're not really familiar with home blood pressure monitoring. And matter of fact, you don't even trust monitoring your blood pressure at home. You don't think that would be an accurate measurement 
of your blood pressure and who came up with the idea that home blood pressure monitoring is accurate? Well, that is a good question. <laughs> and who came up with this? Hey, a bunch of scientists did numerous studies on this and they determined that home blood pressure monitoring is the most accurate monitoring. Next to the gold standard, and that is ambulatory blood pressure monitoring. Now, the gold standard, this ambulatory blood pressure monitoring uh, is so confusing with all these different blood pressure monitorings. <laughs> it's so confusing with so many different ways to measure your blood pressure. But this gold standard of ambulatory blood pressure monitoring is a two that is used, it's a 24-hour blood pressure monitoring device that monitors your blood pressure over 24 hours. It gives a, a morning average, a nighttime average while you're sleeping. And it also gives an overall average. So your doctor or healthcare provider could determine if you have hypertension or not. Now, most primary care offices do not have this device. It's not readily available. So it's very difficult to get something like this. Now, I mean, some offices do this particular type of monitoring called ambulatory blood pressure monitoring. It's a 24-hour ambulatory blood pressure monitoring. And the ones that do, according to what we know about this type of monitoring, most insurances don't reimburse for ambulatory blood pressure monitoring at this time. Now, I guess eventually we will have a time when they will reimburse for this, but it could be pretty pricey to get this type of monitoring. Uh, and uh, I mean, when you think about home blood pressure monitoring is as accurate as ambulatory blood pressure monitoring, you can buy a monitor, you can buy a home blood pressure monitor, and you can, if you do, if you buy the right size cuff, and if you do the monitoring in the right way, what we call home blood pressure monitoring technique, a good home blood pressure monitoring technique, then you can get just as accurate blood pressures in order to determine if you have high blood pressure or not. Now, I mean, this home blood pressure monitoring won't, of course, do, it won't be able to monitor your nighttime, uh, what we call noctorial um readings. Um, it won't be able to give you the nocturial readings or the nighttime readings while you're asleep. <laughs> you can think of some creative ways to do that, though. Um, if you're really creative, you, you can think of ways to do that. Uh, for instance, I've done this um, with my husband, and, and that is strap that monitor on him. And while he's sleeping during the night, just press the button and get some numbers. But I mean, that is, uh, you know, well, anyway, I'm just a, a geek like that to figure that out. But anyway, I mean, generally, you won't be able to get nighttime blood pressures, but you can get daytime blood pressures, which is um, just as good to determine if you have hypertension or not. 
And it wouldn't be a bad idea to um, have your mate, uh, you know, have someone to uh, monitor your blood pressure at home. Just strap that blood pressure monitor on or monitor your blood pressure at night while you're asleep. Just strap it on, go to sleep and then have that other person, you know, in some way be able to while you're asleep during various times of the night, press that button and get some numbers. That might be hard to do, but uh, it's doable because I've done it before. <laughs> okay, let's just move on to the fact that this home blood pressure monitoring is the number one step that you need to do even if you don't have high blood pressure, you need a blood pressure monitor. I don't have high blood pressure. I monitor my blood pressure. It's very important to monitor your blood pressure and to get these numbers so that you can determine if your blood pressure, if you don't have high blood pressure, if you know, to see if your blood pressure is elevated at any time. And if you do have high blood pressure to make sure your blood pressure is controlled. And if you're trying to get off of blood pressure medicine, research has found that this home blood pressure monitoring could, in fact, motivate you to do certain things like diet and exercise and, you know, watch your weight and your, you know, your, your diet in order to get weaned off of blood pressure medicine by your doctor. And how do you do that? I have a podcast uh, that can tell you how to do that. Um, it's not an easy task, but if you're motivated, you could possibly do that. Um, some people can and most people can't uh, just to you know, say that. But what I want you to know is getting this home blood pressure monitoring right is the key to controlling your blood pressure and, you know, living a better life. Okay. So that is the number one step that you need to do now. All you would need to do is purchase a validated blood pressure monitor. And I have a link in the description that you can go to and determine which monitor would be best for you to purchase. Or if you have a blood pressure monitor already, Look on that list to see if your monitor is listed, okay, if it's validated. And the reason why we want it validated is because that means that there's, there's a rigorous process to determine the accuracy of the monitor. So you want to make sure you have a monitor that's going to give you accurate numbers, okay? Now, in order to get those accurate numbers, so, I mean, you can purchase a validated blood pressure monitor and purchase the wrong size cuff, and you you still won't get accurate numbers. So it's important to measure your arm circumference and determine if your number, if the measurement of your arm circumference fits within the parameters of that blood pressure cuff. And the number, the parameter of the blood pressure cuff is written on the cuff. Now, usually it's that 9 to 17 inches. Um, that's the average adult size cuff. But there are some smaller adult size cuffs that could range from 7 to 13 inches. Uh, I haven't seen those in a while, but I think the basic one right now is 9 to 17 inches. Uh, but there are larger cuffs that you can get if your arm is larger than 17 inches. And I have I have the link in the description that can give you um, exactly some larger cuffs that you can purchase. Or you can go to any uh, drugstore and ask the pharmacist 
about this and have them measure up your arm and, you know, purchase it from there. But uh, for your convenience, I have it in the description and those are affiliate links to no extra cost to you. Just getting back to this home blood pressure monitoring. It is recommended by the hypertension guidelines and the hypertension guidelines were published in 2017. And these guidelines, these are the current ones right now. I mean, it's 2021, but those are the most current guidelines. And those guidelines recommend home blood pressure monitoring for diagnosing and treating hypertension rather than the office blood pressure monitoring. Now, the reason why I say that you really need a blood pressure monitor or a home blood pressure monitor is the number one step for preventing hypertension is because if you monitor your blood pressure, if you've never been diagnosed with hypertension and you monitor your blood pressure at home, you might just find that your blood pressure is elevated at home. Although Every time you go to the doctor's office, it's normal. And if you are finding that routinely, then you may have what they call mask, that's M-A-S-K-D, mask hypertension, which is the most serious type of hypertension because it's hardly ever detected because most people don't monitor their blood pressure at home. So that is a good reason to uh, monitor your blood pressure at home, to purchase a monitor and monitor your blood pressure at home to rule out mask hypertension. Now, the other type of hypertension that you should be concerned about (laughs) as well is white coat hypertension. And, you know, most people know if they have white coat hypertension. I mean, they know when they get to that doctor's office, their blood pressure is going to be high, but at home it's normal. So that is a good reason to have a home blood pressure monitor is to make sure that your blood pressure is normal at home and to rule out this white coat hypertension because you don't want to be started on any blood pressure medication if you don't need to be on it. And Some people have been started on blood pressure medication because their blood pressure is elevated in the doctor's office. And when they get home, their blood pressure is normal. And then they'll notice that, oh, they feel so bad and weak and dizzy and have had falls and all kinds of things because they were put on blood pressure medicine because their blood pressure was so high in the office. And then when they got home, their blood pressure was just fine. So that is a very important reason why you need to get yourself a validated home blood pressure monitor and routinely monitor your blood pressure at home. Now, if you want to get off of blood pressure medication, it's important to routinely monitor your blood pressure at home so that you can, you know, take your medication as prescribed by your healthcare provider. Then you want to follow a certain course of action in order to get your blood pressure down to help that blood pressure medicine reduce your blood pressure. But you want to be you want to be monitoring your blood pressure routinely morning and evening and and logging that so that you can know when your blood pressure starts to get too low. And if it starts to get too well controlled, that is the deal. And I have a whole podcast on that. Uh, If it gets too well controlled, your doctor will have no choice but to start weaning you off your medicine. 
So it's the number one thing you need to do if you want to prevent hypertension. If you have hypertension or high blood pressure and you're trying to make sure it's controlled or you're trying to get controlled blood pressure, or even if you're looking to get off a blood pressure medication, you would need to do this step. This is the number one step you need to do. Once you have this blood pressure monitor, you need to know how to use it. You need to know how to accurately measure your blood pressure. You want to avoid um, coffee or smoking if you smoke, and I hope you don't smoke. Um, But if you do smoke, you don't want to measure your blood pressure within 30 minutes of smoking because it it will likely give you higher numbers. You don't want to have your morning coffee and then get your blood pressure. You want to wait at least 30 minutes. And you want to wait at least 30 minutes if you eat anything, actually, uh, before you monitor your blood pressure. Now, it's important also to take your blood pressure before you take your morning medication or if you're going to when you take your blood pressure in the evenings it's important to take your blood pressure before you take your evening dose you want to make sure your bladder is empty before you monitor your blood pressure cuz that can cause a that can cause your blood pressure to be elevated and it's important to make sure that you have a regular place where you monitor your blood pressure. I mean, it's just a routine place. Most people do it at their kitchen table and they just keep the blood pressure monitor right on the kitchen table. And they, you know, do it when there's nobody around that's to um, uh, distract them or, you know, to, to engage in a conversation and that kind of thing. You want to be quiet. You don't want to be talking. You don't want to be listening to TV or radio or anything like that when you take your blood pressure. You want it to be a quiet area without any distractions. And the next thing you want to make sure you do is to put your cuff on the bare arm. You never measure your blood pressure on top of your coat or, you know, any a sweater or anything like that. Just put it right next to your skin. Put your arm at the level of your heart. And that's usually if you are sitting at a table, that's the perfect position for that. Keep your arm supported on that table and just relax your back on the chair and make sure your legs aren't crossed because that can cause your blood pressure to be elevated as well. And have your feet flat on the floor and that's the best position to take your blood pressure. Once you're in that position, that's the best position. Once you're in that position, you want to just relax for five minutes while you're in that position before you press the button to monitor your blood pressure. Now, once five minutes occur, three to five minutes as people are in a hurry. So sometimes we say three minutes, but five minutes is the most accurate um, way to uh, amount of time to wait in order to take your blood pressure. And then you want to press the button, get that number, wait a minute, and, and then press the button again to get another number. And you can do that up to three measurements um, a minute apart in order to um, have a good amount of numbers for that particular blood pressure at that time. 
And make sure you keep that same position and be relaxed each time you uh, press the button. You want to make sure you're just relaxed and, and, you know, you're not distracted and, and, you know, you're keeping that same position. Don't look at your phone. Don't go on Clubhouse. Don't, you know, answer a Gmail, uh, you know, text or anything like that doing these measurements. And then after you measure your blood pressure and get those numbers, make sure you you write those numbers down. Now, you don't have to write them down in between each each measurement because your monitor is going to store the numbers into the machine. So you're going to just relax and take one blood pressure um, measurement. You're going to relax a minute and then repeat it. And then you can take it up to three times. Okay, relax and then repeat it. And that way you go back and you can hit that recall button on your blood pressure monitor to get those three readings. Make sure you write down the date, the time, uh, and the blood pressures in the order that you took them. Okay. That's the th- if you're taking three, the last one you see on the monitor, that's number three. Then you go back again, that's number two. And you go back again, that's number one. So you can write them down at like that. Some doctors like you to throw out the first one and just use the last two. Some doctors or healthcare providers want all three measurements or maybe two measurements. Some people just take it once, but according to the guidelines, it's recommended to take at least two to three uh, measurements each time you take your blood pressure. So it's important to measure your blood pressure uh, morning and evenings. And the next podcast will go into in details of how to do that. Okay. But all you need to know for this step is that you need a home blood pressure monitor. Everybody needs a home blood pressure monitor. Get you a validated cuff. Make sure that arm cuff fits your arm. So get the right size cuff. Do not get the wrist cuff. The wrist cuffs will eventually catch up. And I know to my knowledge right now, they have not approved the American Heart Association, American uh, the guidelines, the blood pressure guidelines have not approved the wrist cuffs yet. So I would stay away from wrist cuffs. Right now, they're more expensive than arm cuffs, first of all. Secondly, they're not recommended. So go ahead and get the arm cuff, get the size that you need, and I'll talk some more in the next podcast about what to do if your arm is larger than the largest cuff that you can buy. I'll tell you about that as well. So until next time, stay tuned to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I'll tell you what everybody ought to know about hypertension and trending health topics. See the links in the description for additional information on this topic, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.